Welcome to Agriculture In-Depth, presented by Kimball Livestock Exchange and by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra. My guest today is Steve Dick. He's the U.S. Department of Agriculture Farm Service Agency Executive Director for South Dakota. We'll hear from him after this. Cattlemen, when you're looking to buy and sell cattle, look no further than Kimball Livestock Exchange in Kimball, South Dakota. At Kimball Livestock Exchange, you'll find cattlemen working for cattlemen with a sale every Tuesday. If you can't make it to the barn, you can watch the sale live on Cattle USA. Visit KimballLivestockExchange.com to view upcoming sale information. For more sale information or to consign, call the barn at 605-778-6211, Chad at 605-870-0697, or Wade at 605-730-1801. Steve, there are a couple of deadlines coming up that we really need our South Dakota producers to be paying attention to. First, let's start with the acreage reporting deadline. When is that, and uh, what are we needing producers to get done sooner rather than later? Well, thank you, Jody. That acreage reporting deadline is coming up here pretty shortly. We encourage producers to contact their local FSA office, make an appointment. You certainly can stop in. However, it's a lot easier for the staff, the technicians in the FSA office, if you make an appointment because you never know. They may be dealing with some other producers and you may sit and wait a while. So you really encourage folks to call in with that. Now, there is the ability to, to report your acres after July 15th, but you need to be on a register with the local office to get your name on the list to set that appointment after July 15th. So really encourage folks to get in and do that now. Remind us when uh, producers are doing their acreage reporting, what information do they need to bring with them? What kind of documentation, what sort of paperwork will make things flow a little more quickly and smoothly at the FSA office when they get there? Well, they need to bring in their records with their planning dates, what they planted, their maps, with that, a lot of guys have the ability to print that stuff off their electronics from their corn planting tractor or bean planter, but that would make it a lot easier to have that stuff lined up. That important stuff is the date of the planting and the acres and where it was planted and what it, what you planted to have in there. And, you know, and obviously this affects everything from your crop insurance to uh, program payments, if there are any uh, down the road with that. So. It's an important thing to do, and and producers have been doing this for a number of years. The one thing we encourage them is get in and do it before the deadline. Now, I will say that uh, the reports that I've been getting back from our county FSA staff have been that people have, every year that gets better with people not putting it off to the last minute. Certainly, you know, we've had some crazy weather. Uh, You know, if there's a day where it's, and I realize that people are busy spraying and haying right now, but with some of the rains we've had, if it's too wet, get into the office and make that appointment or even look at check out the forecast. If you know that, you know, I'm not going to be hanging that day, make your appointment at the FSA office. But if you also make that appointment, the FSA staff can have stuff ready for you when you come in for your appointment. Well, we have a July 22nd uh, day, deadline date coming up as well. So July, a busy month for a couple of uh, FSA programs. Let's talk it about is. the ERP program and that deadline. The ERP, or the Emergency Relief Program, That deadline is July 22nd. Uh, That is the results of legislation that was passed by Congress last September of 2021, signed by President Biden. And what that is, that program covers, uh, assists producers who have experienced a crop loss in 2021 or 2020, 2020 or 2021. You should have gotten a pre-filled out form in early March with that. 
Uh, the deadline is July 22nd to get in and get that uh, paperwork signed and submitted. So uh, it's a great, great program to assist producers who, who didn't have that ability to capture $8 corn or $16 beans because they had a crop loss. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people are asking, well, why, did, why are, are there support right now when these prices are through the roof? But the reality is if you didn't have a crop last year and there's a lot of areas where the crop was way down because of a weather disaster loss, you, you, didn't, you weren't able to capture that $8 corn or $16 beans that some producers did. So we, people need to get in and get that signed up. That's a phase one. Phase two will come out in August, and that basically covers the folks, for lack of better words, cleans up all the, everything that was missed during the phase one program. And certainly some folks who had some additional bought-up insurance coverage uh, would be covered under the phase two program. Are the FSA offices back open? They are. In South Dakota, they're at staffed at 100%. We do have a few offices that masks are required. That's a USDA-wide requirement, uh, and it's based on the COVID levels in that particular county. doesn't mean that there has been a COVID issue within that office. It just They look at the overall level of COVID cases in the county that, where the office is located. It's best for producers if they call their local FSA office and make an appointment rather than just randomly popping in when they get a chance? Yeah, we certainly encourage people to make that appointment because that way the staff can be prepared if you come when you're when they know you're going to come in they'll have your files ready to go because if you just drop in and there happen to be four producers working with four program technicians it takes a while to go through some of these maps so it's really encourage people to to make that appointment the staff will work with you they'll be flexible with you to make sure that we can get you in get your paperwork done and get you back out doing your business Safety in your cattle operation is imperative to not only you, but your cattle as well. From front to back, from tube to chute, AeroQuip cattle chutes go through extensive testing to ensure reliability and safety. With an extremely user-friendly design, you're in for a smooth operation every time. AeroQuip cattle chutes are the safe equipment you can trust every step of the way. That's one benefit, but not all. For more information, see Sioux Nation in Fort Pierce, South Dakota. I see the county committee nominations. Every year, you know, it's typically a three-member county committee, uh, although there are some FSA offices that have a five-member committee. For example, Sanborn, Gerald County has a five-member committee, particularly where counties are combined, have a combined office. These are important positions. You know, these are the farmers and ranchers, neighbors and peers that are working with these USDA FSA policies and really setting the guidance on having them delivered at the county level. So every year there is at least one county committee position that is up. Folks, it's a three-year term. If you haven't done it, I encourage you to do it. Some time involved, commitment involved, uh, but certainly it's not an everyday commitment. Um, but, you know, it could be depending on what's going on. If, uh, for example, with this May 12th ratio that went through South Dakota, uh, roughly 32 counties were qualified for assistance through the ECP program for that. County committees are going to review those applications as they come in um, to help with storm uh, debris cleanup. So it's, it's an important position. It certainly encourage people to do it. 
participate in that process. And again, uh, if someone is interested in, in filling that position, how do they go about uh, submitting their application? They would just need to contact the local FSA office, get the petition to get their name on the ballot. And, and they are selected amongst the, the producers in the, the district that uh, they would be representing within their county service area. And you can serve uh, a maximum of three terms. So we have a lot of committee members that serve nine years uh, and, and step down and when they're turned they're they're termed out. And we have some people who do it for one term or two terms. So certainly it's a, it's a, a great experience for these producers uh, just to get a better understanding of all the programs that are out there. But it's really the Farm Service Agency programs really are driven by the local control with uh, the county committee members. With Agriculture In-Depth, brought to you by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier and by Kimball Livestock Exchange. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra.